Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people... It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Boom! What up, America? Doug Boom, what up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from the cloudy city of angels, Los Angeles, California. The Doug Gottlieb Show is brought to you by Farmers and Farmers. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. When it's game time, have an experienced player help you stay ahead of the game. Put their experience into play at Farmers.com. Well, it is not exactly a sleepy, newsless Wednesday. Um, each story trumped the other. Uh, it's uh, it's because it's Thursday. I'm sorry. Now it is not a. You could just drop that. It is not a newsless Thursday. You know, you're, 
All right, so like this is in. You ever sit around with guys and everybody plays topper? Everybody plays topper. They want to top each other. That's what happened last night. Dwayne Wade hits a ridiculously lucky game-winning shot, and you know, and wins the game. And then fast forward, LeBron James goes one-on-one, loses the basketball, hits his own one-foot step back, essentially wins the game, albeit not at the buzzer for the Lakers. And then today, well, today was Kyler Murray weighs in at was it two hundred and four pounds. At five foot, just a hair over five foot ten, meaning he either grew or learned how to stand slightly taller with slightly thicker socks. <laughs> Only to be topped by Jason Witten ditching Monday Night Football to go back and play for the Dallas Cowboys. And that's where we, no, that's not where we start. Because Bryce Harper has just agreed to terms with the Philadelphia Phillies for a new record. $330 million contract over 13 years. That's a lot of zeros. It's two commas and more than a quarter way to a third. A new league record. That's why Scott Boris is the best and Scott Boris is the worst. Whether it's for the sport or for his client, there isn't and there has never been anyone better than what Scott Boris has been able to accomplish, right? For his, for, for the guys who work for him and frankly, for the market, he creates these imaginary scenarios, has conversations, waits till just the right moment. Even when the market is dead, he finds a way to make it be very much alive. Remember there was collusion two weeks ago, then Manny Machado signs and they wait and suddenly Maybe the Dodgers are interested. Yesterday it was, let's meet with the San Francisco Giants. Let's create some sort of auction scenario where the Philadelphia Phillies, who were always the leader to get Bryce Harper, who said they wanted to spend stupid money, would feel like they were willing to do whatever it took, and they did. An eight-year deal is not that smart. A nine-year deal feels... Uh, slightly dumb. A 10-year deal is stupid. What does a 13-year deal say to you? I'm a Philly for life. And while Philadelphia absolutely has the money to steal from Chris Rock, you can drive a car with your feet, but that doesn't make it a good idea, does it? He's the best, though. Other players love him. Why? Keeps driving up the market. Yep, we want $1 more. It's actually... $5 million more than John Carlos Stanton's deal. And Stanton's deal had opt-outs. His does not. So you get this ridiculous 13 years, $330 million deal. Annual value only 25.4, which is the high, 14th highest in Major League history. No opt-outs. Massive contract. But here's where he's the worst. Do you think Bryce Harper really wants to spend the rest of his adult life in Philadelphia? Wants to play in the same division? West Coast dude? Phillies might, you know, look, they got a chance to be a little bit ahead of the curve, although Atlanta's got better young pitchers and maybe better overall young players, and they're still the Nationals that have better pitching. And, oh, yeah, by the way, we can, if you're a Mets fan, you can decry how badly, poorly the Mets have been run, but the Mets made the playoffs in the World Series, you know, once, and the playoffs, what, two of the last four years? Like, I. 
So it it wasn't one of the prime markets he'd love to be in. It's not with a historically great franchise, nor one that he grew up rooting for or even rooting against. It's in the same division as where he used to play, which eventually will wear off, but still is tiresome. And in order to get that ridiculous deal, it's 13 years. 13 years. So Scott Boris is the best. He's the best. He told everybody Bryce Harper is going to get crazy money plus $300 million. People said, you're crazy. You're crazy. He said 400. This is classic Boris, by the way. You put out a number like $400 million. That's what we're going to get. $400 million over eight to 10 years. And now you get him for 13 years, $330 million. Like, see, you got yourself a bargain. Or you're paying $25 million a year for the next 13 years. The genius and diabolical genius to uh, one agent is remarkable. And that's what today has become about. We can go back to not really caring about baseball because to me, it's a financial story. This also strikes it as, hey, there is no collusion, especially when there were a couple, there were three or four teams that were reportedly interested in Bryce Harper. And when those teams are not named the Cardinals, the Yankees, the Astros, frankly, the Dodgers had the thing smart. We'll pay overpay you for overpay you, but only for a couple years. Those are the franchise that's seen Boston Red Sox. And some of it is they already have guys, but a lot of it is that just does that that doesn't make sense to have that on the books for that long. And there's also a no trade clause, which, look, if it gets ugly, you know, can that be changed? Of course it can be changed. But this is one of those, it's the best and it's the worst. It's also the best because it drives up the value of superstar players, but it eliminates any sort of middle class, which is what baseball and frankly, everyone else in the world has been fighting for. Baseball has the haves and the have nots and not much in between. Aaron Judge, you're very happy today because you're next one up to get a huge deal. Nolan Arenado got a deal. It's more than Nolan Arenado, although far more years. Mike Trout, going to get crazy money. And oh yeah, by the way, you got to feel pretty good if you're an Angel fan because the thought was the one place he would go would be the Phillies. Although the Phillies would probably say, look, in two years when he's up, $25 million for Bryce Harper is not going to be that much money. We'd gladly spend even more on Mike Trout. But I think there's a bunch of baseball teams that frankly are happy about this. All that money into one guy. The the mid-level guys are kind of being squeezed. And you end up sending him to a place where he kind of fits them, but he kind of doesn't, right? Like Philadelphia is one of those places that You respect how much they like sports, but you don't really like how they like sports, right? right. We got to get to the Jason Witten story, which is interesting. We got to get to the Kyler Murray measurements, which are interesting. Let me give you the Kyler Murray thing real quick before we get to uh, Charles Davis is going to join us from the NFL on Fox. The Kyler Murray thing 
People say, well, he's, so he's five foot 10 and a hair. He's 204 pounds. He's essentially an inch shorter and has smaller and has an inch uh, smaller hands, but is the same height, uh, same, uh, uh, same weight as Russell Wilson. Now, Wilson had to lose weight for the combine. Kyler Murray had to gain weight for the combine. But when people start to go, well, look, he's five foot ten. He's big enough. This is I didn't go to or graduate from college guy. I'm fully aware that Steve Jobs went to Harvard and then withdrew and started Apple and became an iconic American entrepreneur. I'm fully aware that there are there are a there are a list of people who have not gone to or completed college who have been successful in their personal lives and in their professional lives. And they have not one, not two, but three commas when you look in their bank account. There's a handful of people like that. But there's a book called Freakonomics. You ever read Freakonomics? The idea of Freakonomics is this. There's a stat for everything. A stat for everything. You're less likely to be unhealthy. You're less likely to smoke. You're more likely to have a sustained marriage and have a better job and have a better life the longer you go to school and the more accomplished you are in school. Additionally, your life is all these things point better in terms of probability if you have two parents in the home. So can you can you have a single mother or single father? Can you drop out of or not go to college and be successful? Yeah, man. You're a hungry dog and you find a way? Absolutely. But the, the odds are stacked against you. And that is what Kyler Murray's truly up against. We haven't talked about his leadership. We haven't talked about whether or not he can process and understand reads and change a play and read a defense. We're simply saying, well, yeah, I know he's small, but maybe not as tiny as you thought. And because other guys that are kind of small, not as small as him, have been successful recently, you should go with the number one overall pick. There is reward there. But there is inherent and obvious risk. And the stats are there to point them out. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media. 
as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. But Jason Witten's back in the National Football League to help us uh, tell us if he can still play as Matt Mosley. Mosley can't couldn't play in his prime, can't play now, but he's a he has a great podcast called the Doomsday Podcast with our guy Ed Werder. He also writes for the Dallas Morning News, and uh, it will be releasing a special episode when they're talking about Jason Witten's news later on today. What was your reaction when you heard Witten back to the Cowboys? You know, Doug, I, I really thought you were going to have me on to talk about that Baylor comeback last night over the University of Texas, but uh, my reaction to Witten was not one of shock at all. Uh, I think um, I think they've been. This has been, uh, in, you know, in the works for a while. I think there was a bailout plan almost executed during the season. I mean, he was looking for an escape hatch from that Monday Night Football booth, and I think Garrett was in, you know, talking to him during the season, 
And I, I think I think he really just wanted to come back and end that thing right in the middle of the season and, and show up. And at some point he decided, no, let's try to make it through the season. But uh, this was this was something. I mean, I you know he's never he's dealt with people maybe not liking him or opposing fans not liking him. But I've known Jason for a long, long time, as you know, and he had never dealt with the kind of criticism. And the Twitter just angst and fury that he dealt with this season. So he's this has been in the works for a while, and this gets him out of the booth, into the Cowboys locker room where he's more comfortable, and then we can see if Jason Witten becomes the, the future head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Whoa, 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 future head coach of the Dallas Cowboys? There you go. There you go. Yeah. That's, that's, the, that's, uh, that's the plan? I mean... I, I, that would not shock. That would not surprise me at all. This is a lame duck year for Garrett. Now maybe Jason kind of helps in the locker room. Maybe they have a decent season, and maybe Garrett wins himself another couple of years on the contract. But but you know they're letting him coach into the final year. That's never a great sign. If this thing goes south at all, they're going to be looking for a new head coach. And I mean, it's just easier to take Witten from the team then take him straight from the booth. And so I, you know, I don't, I totally I dis- I absolutely disagree with you. If he, if he was going to be a head coach, come straight from the booth, then you get to see every other, you get to see all the other teams and you get to pick the players that you want. You get to, oh. and, and you get to meet with other coaches and get a really good feel for how other people do it. Oh, no. I think that's overrated. I mean, these meetings that they always talk about, Oh, I was taught. Do you think they actually tell them stuff, Doug? I mean, you think they're just opening their, Opening up to, I mean, even the great Aikman. You think they're just like here, here. Look at our game plans. You look know, at no, what no, we're no. doing, Troy. They're not telling them that much stuff. Well, I mean, first of all, you can watch tape. You can decipher for yourself. Second sure. of all, they tell you more. I, I got to do an NFL game sideline. They tell you. They tell you a lot of stuff about personnel, about guys. Well, so you're better you at. No, I mean, you ask like, the right question. No, you're, you're good. You're a. You're they're in their Monday. They're in their Monday night football. He can go. He could have gone into every one. I just. Has the tight end ever become a coach either? Usually it's a quarterback. Oh, goodness. Now you're going to make me think. There's Yeah, the quarterbacks, but you've seen uh, offensive linemen, you know, have a history of becoming head coaches. I mean, it seems like the Titans hire most of them. Linebackers, uh, you can see it with the Texans right now. There's no reason in the world why a tight end can't become a head coach. I mean, here's the thing. Okay, here's, here's Jerry is in love with Jason Witten, and I'll tell you how, how high that is. Even more than Romo. People sort of thinking, you know, oh my gosh, Jerry. He does love Romo. Romo named like one of his kids after Jerry or something. I think one of his kids is named Jones. Seriously. And one of his sons is named Jones. Jones Romo but is kind of a, that's a baller name, by the way. Last there's name's a, the there, name. There is a connection between Jerry and Witten. And even when I was kind of toying with Jerry after games, like, hey, what do you think about how Jason, I mean, they're giving him a hard time about this broadcast. I mean, he was defending him to the hilt. I mean, he's telling me, I was just in a meeting with a broadcast team, and they're telling me how improved Jason is. I mean, he was having his back as a broadcaster even. I mean, this he's more of a son to him than Romo. And I'm just saying, do not be surprised if that's where this thing is headed. Now, if we have an argument, you know, it may, we can probably have differing minds on whether it's better from the team or the booth. That right. You make some good points. But he's going to be a head coach with the Cowboys at some point. Wow. Uh, Matt Mosley, with all kinds of different hypotheses and theories and ideas, 
covering the Dallas Cowboys for the Dallas Morning News, joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. How much money can they, what, what's the least amount that Dak will take, but that they're going to have to give him to get him to sign long-term? Oh, you know, Jerry doesn't mind paying or overpaying a quarterback in, uh, and boy, they are—they—they're going to make this work. And I, you know, I'm trying to think where they'll start it. What was the last, Doug? You know all the stuff off the top of your head. What was the last huge quarterback contract that went down? Um, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, it won't be—it won't be Rodgers' money because that went. But I'm thinking more someone like on their second contract, like that's more in Dax, more in Dax neighborhood. I mean, he's the, the very fact that he plays for the Cowboys. And 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 he's, obviously they've had him at this incredibly low rate based on you know his production and you can you can argue I mean I don't I think he's got incredible intangibles is he the one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play for the Cowboys not even close I mean and I don't think I think his ceiling is still um, <clears throat> below the kind of player that Romo was but now they respond to him and they love him. So he's going to end up getting a huge contract. I mean, he'll get paid like, I mean, okay, uh, I'll so tell Derek, you who's Derek, a better quarterback. Derek, Derek Carr. Derek what Carr. Uh, he got, was it 70 million guaranteed, average yeah, of 25 he'll, he'll, a year. He'll get that. He'll get that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And they, and they, I mean, they, they won't even blink on that deal. They'll, they'll get, he'll get whatever the how much, car how much is the How much does the Randy Gregory news hurt them? Oh, he's a good player. I mean, and uh, and it's a sad deal because this is a guy that's really struggling with addiction um, and has some trouble with anxiety and other. I think there's some mental illness uh, uh, issues that, that come about that he's really struggled with. So, uh, you know, he's one of those guys the off season's horrible for. I mean, like he needs to be around the team at all times. And so, um, you know, I, I don't. You know, it hurts them. I mean, they, it it makes it. You know, they're going to have to look at defensive end because taco charlton really hasn't been the guy they'd hoped he would be as a first round pick so they're going to have to you know it kind of reinforces maybe because of witten coming back they're a little less at tight end and a little more at defensive end and defensive tackle but you know you can't ever count on him being there i mean it's just kind of sad he you 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 kind of have to go in the draft thinking that a randy gregory's not going to be there and then if he's there, it's icing on the cake. Like it's a, you know, but he, but he, you know, it's just really, he's different. You know, Irving's kind of a, Ir, David Irving is an extremely talented guy yep, yep. who's just always going to be in trouble. Gregory is like a really, really good person. Um, great guy who's just an addict yep. and is a victim of, hey, this, you know, whatever you say in this world, it's not the marijuana laws. Is in terms of the NBA and the NFL aren't going to change in time to help Randy Gregory. Is it only, it's only weed? Like that's who's getting kicked out of the league for because he won't stop smoking uh, yeah, weed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got weed. He's got. I mean, that's that's it, man. He's he and it's and he's treating he's treating all sorts of stuff with weed, and he thinks it. You know, he thinks it helped, but he can't. I mean, he can't get away from it. And the only way he seems to stay clean at all is if he can be around the team. But I mean, this is kind of. This is kind of Josh Gordon like. I mean, I'm not saying they're different but, but the, guys. But the, but the Josh Gordon thing, it came out. It was more than just everybody said. Well, why are you suspending for weed? And then he came out and it was like actually it was a lot more than weed. It, it, oh, it he feels... was doing other. He was doing other stuff. You're right. And that goes way back to his. You know, the time he spent with us in Waco, Texas. But uh, 
yeah, but I, I just think I think with Gregory, it, it's it's mainly I don't, I don't want to speak definitively that it's nothing else, but he's he's got he's got issues with marijuana, and he cannot he just cannot stop. And they seem to do a pretty good job with him when they can get him around the facility and and all that. But boy, you get him in the off season, and this thing may even go back to the season. Um, I, I I don't know when the you know sometimes you go through these appeal process and so you don't exactly know when it happened. But uh, this is like third strike for him. They'll rally together. Jerry'll Jerry'll try to take him in and beg for hey bring him back. So I would bet he's suspended for four to eight games, and and then they'll get him back at some point next season. But it's really sad yep. because he. He, you know, he's he's a good player, a good guy. Uh, by the way, uh, Neil and Sean both tweeted at me. So did Mike. Uh, Mike Curbs, uh, one tight end who became a really good coach was Mike Ditka. My point is only like, look, Ditka won a Super Bowl, but how how long ago? How long has it been since Mike Ditka was a coach? I'm not saying you're you're wrong in that there have been linemen, and it's it's the trend now is, and frankly, uh, what what Jason Garrett is. Former quarterback, play caller, coach, even though Jason Garrett doesn't actually call plays for the Cowboys, which is just, that's another level of odd. Mose, thanks so much for joining us. Can't wait to hear the new Doomsday podcast or read your work in the Dallas Morning News. Thanks for being our guest on Fox Sports Radio. Doug, great atmosphere at the Ferrell Center last night. See you later. Uh, Hey, you gone? You still there? No, I'm here. I'm here. Uh, Shaka Smart keep his job? No, nah, they probably need to move on. It's not it's not working out. And boy, he was doing some showboating on that sideline when they were up by nineteen last night. But they you know, he, he wasn't hired by this A D. So this Mike. at some point this new A D is gonna get a, get his own guy in there. Yeah, Chris Del Conte, who's the former A D at TCU. Um yeah, be it'll be interesting. I, they're not yet out of tournament hunt, which is odd. But yes, yeah. nineteen point loss to Baylor, who lost one of their best players earlier this year is not not the type of look you want at UT. Thanks so much for joining us. No. Okay, Scott Drew, Coach of the Year. Uh, Bye-bye. That's uh, Matt Mosley. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Bring in John Paul Morosi. He joins the show. Uh, have you talked to, to Boris? Uh, not yet today. I've uh, texted with him a bit. Uh, I will say that. Uh, but it, it is, Doug, a, a landmark day in this uh, in this particular uh off-season for baseball and the way the season's beginning. Because as of this morning, Doug, there were a lot of people around the game, myself included, who would have told you that there was probably a better chance of him going to the West Coast than there was to Philadelphia. And, and here we now have the largest contract in the history of the game signed for him to go to Philadelphia. Uh, the, the, the money obviously is massive, but to me, a couple of surprising parts, that the AAV is not record-setting. It's, it's in the mid-20s. Um, there is no opt-out at all, and, and that is pretty surprising. Uh, obviously, the full no-trade clause, so he is committing fully to Philadelphia. And, and I, I look at it, and I share some of your concerns. I also think about, and I think we mentioned this the last time we talked, the, the, those, those quality-of-life questions and, and, and going now in the same division, uh, how this certainly changes his legacy in Washington, D.C., uh, and, and the, the antipathy he'll hear on the road in New York, in Atlanta, uh, where the West Coast would have been a fresh start, closer to home for him, where, he, of course, he grew up in Vegas. He'd have spring training close to home. Um, I'm, I'm surprised. I, I do think that there would have been some higher AAV deals out there for him, 
but he wanted the term. He wanted to be a free agent one time, uh, according to what Scott Boris has told Joel Sherman. He wanted one more contract for the rest of his career, and uh, by all accounts, Doug, he has that. Um, he told Joel Sherman that there were offers of $45 million a year. If that's true, then this is a stupid contract. I'm sorry. Like, that is the dumbest thing I've is a dumb contract to take. Well, if it was 45 times, uh, and, and I, I get what you're saying, but times if, three? if it was 45 times three. Okay. Yeah. If it was 45 times four. I mean, so, so, you, so in your estimation, that's preferable for you uh, to, to take that, to take the shorter term deal any, on the massive. Any, well, any financial advisor would tell you the more money up front is smarter financially. Any. And he ba- like like look when he's not a pitcher his arm's not going to fall off, right? He'd be back on the market in three years. He's going to make more money, you know. Like worst case scenario, he could get a twenty five million dollar per year deal. He's still in his prime. Like that makes no sense. Just the ego of like yeah, I got to have thirteen. I got to have thirteen years just to say I have thirteen. So he gets a massive deal at the end. Like that doesn't make any if if forty five million. Like once you hit a four, 40 million a year. You're signing that short-term deal, especially if it's three or three years or four years. You're back on the market in your prime. That doesn't make any sense to me. That's a fair point, and and uh, to me, Doug, I think, and this is this is the beauty of free agency because you you get to decide what is important to you. And to Bryce Harper, I think a few things were really important to him. Number one, setting the record, which he has done. Number two, apparently, I say this apparently because we have not yet heard him vocalize this, but I, I do think this is a, a major focus. He is signing in a very hitter-friendly ballpark, yeah. uh, a place where he can chase records, and he can, he can do it for as long as he wants to. Now, there are those that will let, look at Harper and wonder if in seven years, which is midway through this deal, that uh, maybe he would have benefited from being a DH. Yeah, where, where are you going to play? Well, now, by, and this is, this is the beauty of the term on this deal. I'm a believer, Doug, that by the time we're at that spot in this contract, yeah. I think the DH is going to be universal in Major League Baseball. I do. I think that's, that's part of the evolution of the game. Uh, so maybe the Phillies felt a little more uh, comfortable with that part of the deal. But uh, apparently he really wanted to not ever have to worry about going through this again. Um, he wanted to have one place, and, and I'm... That it doesn't really make sense to me, and it sounds like it doesn't really make sense to you. But um, it, it, Scott Boris has said uh, to, to to Joel Sherman, and I was told also by a source uh, very close to the situation that that Bryce Harper truly did not want an opt out. That that was his choice. I was told by a source he did not want any opt outs. He wanted to have this be as long of a term as it could be, and clearly that's what he's got. Uh, tying a Stanton's deal for the longest term in the history of the game. Uh, J.P. Morosi joining us. John Paul Morosi joining us. Covers uh, MLB on Fox. Doug Gottlieb show Fox Sports Radio. What was the? Do you, do you have any idea what the final offer was from the Nationals? The Nationals, I don't believe Doug made an offer uh, that was substantially different from the one they made at the end of the regular season. Which was and that was, as we know, three hundred million dollars over ten years, with a third of it deferred, according to MLB.com, and and also um, that. Uh, you know that when you think about that amount of money uh, being deferred, that that does certainly change that that present value of the deal. Um, but notably, and this is where I, I think it's going to feed into the conversation a little bit for Harper and 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 uh, when he goes back to D.C. in the first week of the season. Oh, by the way, April second, mark your calendars. Um, the Nationals front office, Doug, 
they've got a lot of cover here from the PR standpoint. They made them an offer that, that we could talk about the deferred money and everything else, but the sticker price was $300 million over 10 which actually carried a higher average annual value than the deal that he signed. And he said no to that for justifiable reasons, but the, the reality is he said no. Very few Nationals fans, and maybe even none of them, could credibly come on this program today and tell us how the Nationals screwed this up. They, they made him an offer for more money per year than what he signed. So they, they have got plenty of cover, uh, public relations-wise. They signed Patrick Corbin, who they really needed. So the Nationals, if I'm the Nationals today, um, I, I, I feel pretty good. And also, also by the way, <laughs> the whole thing about him staying in the division is when he comes back, that's going to be a major gate attraction. There's going to be some pretty compelling theater in this division for a lot of years to come. So while you don't love playing against him, uh, it's, it's going to be great for the drama. I mean, this is going to be a dramatic division now for years to come. And, and Bryce, to me, uh, he has done a great favor, Doug, to all of these sports writers and sports commentators on the uh, Acela Corridor because uh, they now have plenty to discuss. And we'll have that, you know, that, that's going to be 18 times a year they're going to play. It's going to be a beautiful rivalry with a lot of uh, memorable confrontations, I believe. This is a deal, as much as I thought that he was going to go west, yeah. this, is a good, this is a good deal for baseball. No, this no is, question. This is no, good for no, the game. No, no question in terms of a, I do think it's ironic, though, that he wants to go to a hitter's ballpark when he was at the Nationals Park, which uh, is, you know, if you go home run, it, park factors, better, it, better hitting park than Citizens Bank, home run in park factors. You know, it's just, it's the fifth best home run park to Citizens Bank um, in Major League Baseball. Like, those are two hitter-friendly joints, and he wouldn't have had to move and he would have made more money per year. Like I don't, I don't, I don't get it. But okay, um, I know it's only twenty five mil a year, so uh, it stands to reason that they could still go after Trout. D- does this make it so that Trout is this them saying, "Hey, we're not going to get Trout. We're just going to get Bryce Harper. He'll be our guy." No, I think that Trout, uh, here we are two years away, um, I think is very much in play. I don't know, and of course, it's a little, a little premature to say too many specifics about what the plan is, but if you were the Phillies, if you wanted to spend stupid money, as the as, uh, ownership had said this winter, but you wanted to be spending stupid money prudently in a way that preserves your options in the future, you would arrange the deal exactly as they have arranged it. Because the, the key thing when you, when you talk about being able to afford trout is the luxury tax hit. And when you spread out the guarantee over a larger number of years, then the the the, uh, the salary the, the revenue sharing hit is annualized over that amount of time, and it gives you the ability to fit more contracts in there. So the, the annualization of that money is really important, and that does give them flexibility. So if I'm a Phillies fan today, I'm thrilled. I, I and I am also excited about what could happen in a couple years' time because they can afford Trout. And also, I'm in, the, I'm in the process of trying to figure this out. We may be talking about, Doug, the first time in baseball history that one team has acquired three players, position players, who were all-stars in the previous year. It's not just Harper. It's Harper, Real Muto, and Gene Segura. Three. Three guys that were representing different teams last year at the all-star game in Harper's old ballpark are now playing for the Phillies. And, oh, by the way, they also added a, a former MVP in Andrew McCutcheon. 
There's a lot going on with the Phillies right now. I, I still think they may want to address the bullpen and maybe even add a lefty starter. Uh, how much money? How much money they have left to do that remains to be seen. But Doug, this is a it's a it's a great deal for the Phillies from the standpoint of being able to spread out that cost over 13 years. I share your concern about certainly as with any long term relationship, there are bound to be conflicts during the course of it. But uh, but if for a team that really set out to to make a statement this wintertime and put themselves back on the map as they were a destination for players during the Howard and Rollins and Utley era. They are that again. This is going to be one of the most talked-about teams in the sport. Uh, and right now, Matt Klintak, John Middleton, Andy McPhail, a lot of really happy people there at the uh, Phillies camp in Clearwater, Florida. Great stuff, as always. John Paul Morosi. JP, thanks so much for joining us and uh, on this, which is without any question, a historic day in Major League Baseball. Appreciate it. My, my pleasure. The last day of February, Doug. We're, we're going to remember this conversation well. We'll talk a year from now, let's hope, and uh, revisit uh, how year one of the Harper era went in Philly. That's a deal. John Paul Morosi joining us, MLB on Fox. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. 
And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.